got an idea. If we, we retake the House of Representatives, Donald Trump for Speaker of the House. Why wait till 2024? Can you just imagine Nancy Pelosi having to hand that gavel to Donald J. Trump? She didn't like when that January 6th guy was sitting in her chair in her office. She is sure not going to like seeing Donald Trump sitting in her chair. Fulcher. McCarthy. Gates. Donald John Trump. Trump. Gallagher. Senior congressional correspondent Chad Pergram, though, kicks us off live from Capitol Hill. Chad? John, good afternoon. The House is now in the middle of a seventh vote for Speaker, but they're going to have an eighth vote. That's because there are enough votes to block Kevin McCarthy on this ballot. Now, just a couple of moments ago, we had a vote by uh, Matt Gates for Donald Trump. Keep in mind that the Speaker of the House does not have to be a member. It's not even clear if McCarthy can turn to his good buddy Donald Trump for help. That, of course, being the man he debased himself in front of again and again and again and again and again and again, because despite endorsing McCarthy for speaker, Trump now, shockingly, surprise, surprise, seems more than happy to throw him under the bus. Now that McCarthy has been outed as a historic loser, can you imagine what Donald Trump was thinking? He was watching this spectacle with the ex-president refusing to stick by his endorsement of McCarthy in a brief interview with NBC News correspondent Garrett Hay, quote, when I asked directly if he was sticking by McCarthy, who did not clinch the gavel today after three floor votes, Trump told me, we'll see what happens, and it ended our conversation. Oh, my goodness. Oh, buddy. Oh, how you doing, friends? This is David Vos, and it is another beautiful day in Alabama. Well... I hope you're having a wonderful day. Friends, possibly, I don't know anything is possible, but it looks like there is a outside possibility that this entire charade, and we know that it's a charade, do we not? Everything is orchestrated. It is planned. All of these senators or Congress people in this case are bought and paid for by, you know, George Soros and Bill Gates and, you know, evidently Donald Trump and Elon Musk. And, of course, Elon Musk has a vested interest in getting Donald Trump back in his presence so he can become even a bigger billionaire. And, you know, it's the entire one-world plan. Because if you get somebody like Elon Musk richer and richer and you make policies and you manipulate Congress so that, the one world government can take place because, you know, in order for it to take place, you need all of this oh, true social and Facebook, the Goggle Brothers and all the rest of them, you know, and they all got to be making money because it's not even really about the money. It's about the power. It's about the takeover. They don't even know what they're doing. They're puppets. And, you know, the deity of this world's running them. And he's trying to make a one world government He's trying to destroy the Lord Jesus Christ and your soul. And he wants to keep you in bondage. And he wants to bring in the one world government and establish the Antichrist as the Bible so clearly tells us. So, they have to, in order to make a foundation for all of this, they need more control over the media. They need to keep you indoors. 
They need to make sure that you enjoy and agree with FEMA and the one world government and the AI. And of course, Donald Trump's the one that can do that because he made warp speed and we all said, hey, how high should we go? You know, let's do it. Let's, you know, oh, we love him. Oh, he's, 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 he's the Messiah or something. They're putting him on coins in Israel and stuff. So definitely something going on here. And now we see that there was a definite plan to do this. I don't know if you guys remember, but I don't know, maybe a year ago or so, a little while ago, there was this scuttlebuttle going around that they were going to try and make Donald Trump the Speaker of the House. And he would get the gavel, make some legislation, prepare everything, arrest some people, straighten out the, you know, if the Congress had Donald Trump in there, uh, and, and everybody was behind him, well, the whole world would shift, right? Because this is their plan. But they got to make it look like there's a reason now because Donald Trump's in there, right? And he's got the gavel. So in the next little period of time between now and when the presidency takes place, when, when they vote the, the next president in, which I'm sure they're planning on putting Trump in there for that, but he'll have this whole, from now until the election, to act as Speaker of the House. He can still run for president, but during this time, they can redo the election uh, problems. They can get rid of these little peculiarities that seem to be putting in whoever they want to be in office. I can't say too much more about that because you can't be an election denier now, can ya? So, Elon's already gone into Twitter and he's tweaking that. Donald Trump's over at the True Social, and look, everything's changing. So, what they need is some real change, though. They, they've got to, I mean, they, if they're, they're going to bring in the one world government, and remember, they put all these people in, like the Wicked Witch of the West, Pelosi, you know, with the wart on her nose, a little black hat. She's <laughs> running the Congress. And this Mr. Magoo, our president, this is all staged by the socialists, not because they want Mr. Magoo to run the country, but because they want you to hate the anarchy. They want you to hate the defunding of the police because they want police. They want more soldiers on the street, but they want you to get down on your knees and beg for it. They want you to beg for the one world government. So they have been doing all of this shenanigans and riots and you know, giving money to all around the world, you know, putting it in their pockets. It's not going to anybody except these billionaires that are in the Senate. They get paid for what they're doing. And so all this billions and billions of dollars that were given to the world is going into their pockets. Meanwhile, they're setting it all up so that them, yeah, these elite billionaires will now take over the world. And in order to do that, they got to get these other yahoos out of office, but they could do that with a flip of a switch. It's all it would take, but they need you, the people, to understand why all of a sudden everything's good's happening now. Oh, now we got law and order all of a sudden. Why? Because Trump's in there. Elon Musk is in there. And they're, they're, you know, riding in on their white horse. Everything's going to be okay now. So, now, take a look at what's going on down there on the floor. Let's go back down memory lane just for a minute. Uh, I want to play you something here. But congressional Republicans have refused to consider my comprehensive plan. 
and they rejected my uh, recent request for an additional $3.5 billion to secure the border and funds for 2,000 new asylum personnel, another uh, 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 asylum officers and personnel, and, uh, and 100 new immigration judges. No one knows this better than the vice president. And to truly understand what's happening there, it's important to step back and see, our, see the bigger picture here. But let me explain what I'm going to do and as clearly and plainly as I can. I know it's a complicated issue. Then that person has to go undergo rigorous background checks. And good day in Washington. I'm Andrea Mitchell. As you can see, the president just announcing a new immigration policy for uh, people seeking asylum from Cuba, Nicaragua, and Venezuela to try to replace what he says is a patchwork quilt quilt uh, that is not working for anyone, flanked, of course, by the vice president uh, before his trip to the border, his first trip to the border since becoming president, scheduled for next week. Meanwhile, the main act in Washington, where House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy is hoping seven times is a charm after a night spent offering big concessions to the never Kevins at the risk of alienating some of his original supporters in the Republican caucus. Excuse me. This after the only vote that McCarthy won yesterday. It was on a disputed motion to adjourn for the night after six failed votes to become the next speaker. Madam Clerk, Madam Clerk, and that's why I am directed by the Democratic Caucus to advance the name of Hakeem Jeffries from New York as speaker. Does the gentleman from North Carolina rise? Madam Clerk, I rise to place in nomination the name of Byron Donalds of Florida. The gentleman is recognized. I want to begin by saying how much I have anticipated the gentleman from Michigan's arrival in this house. Not in the Senate, not in the old staid, unchanging Senate, but in the House where we make change. Yesterday, we could have elected the first black Speaker of the United States House of Representatives. I sat within feet of Mr. Donalds as the tweet of another member-elect appeared on the screen. That member-elect wrote and sent out to America that Byron Donalds is a prop. I've spent a good bit of time with Mr. Donalds, especially lately. He ain't no prop. I don't feel no ways tired. I come too far from where I started from. Nobody told me that the road would be easy. And if he were a prop, he wouldn't be 
he's sitting where he's sitting. This is the tired, old, grotesquely racist rhetoric that we've seen far too long. Unchain Wall Street. They're going to put you all back in chains. He ain't no prop. rhetoric that we've seen far too long. So I play that whole clip because I think it's important that we understand that this is a theatrical spectacle. You've seen there in Parliament when they stand up and shout at each other and it's all televised. It's all They're all actors and this is what's going on here in America now. They've been televising things from the Capitol for a long time. They uh, televised the whole impeachment thing. They televised, uh, oh, everything is televised. The whole Russia, Russia, Russia. And now we're going to fall for it again? This is not real. So they have a plan. And we're not quite sure what the plan is, but they have a plan. And we're just watching a reality TV series, guys. So, you think I'm just making this up? Well, I'm not. Uh, take a look at this article here. It says, you should take Matt Gates's plan to make Trump the Speaker of the House seriously and literally. What sounds like a zany idea dreamt up in an opium den could have dire repercussions for the future of our democracy. Florida Representative Matt Gates revived an outlandish-sounding idea earlier this week. If House Republicans retake the majority in 2022, he and his colleagues will push to elect former President Donald Trump as the new Speaker of the House. This notion has hitherto been either dismissed, out of hand, or derided as unlikely by political observers in a post-January 6th world. However, the Speaker Trump proposal should be taken more seriously and ominously than it currently is. For one thing, the Speaker Trump idea is growing increasingly popular within Trump world. Mark Meadows, a hard right former House lawyer and Trump's final White House chief of staff, embraced the idea earlier this month. Trump advisor and pardon recipient Steve Bannon expressed support for it in February, suggesting that Speaker Trump's first act should be to impeach Biden. It's unclear on what grounds Biden would be impeached, and there are not enough votes in the Senate to convict him anyway. But this won't matter to a GOP that is now largely committed to own the libs political theater. Gates and other hard-right lawmakers have said that they have already discussed the idea with Trump himself. You hear that, guys? Trump was in on these discussions. Now, we have to question if perhaps this has been going on, this plan, for some time now, over a year or something. And now it's actually happened. And the guy who said he was going to do it and made the plan, Gates, is up there uh, nominating Trump for Speaker. 
then it looks like the plan is going forward. Do you think he might just be going forward alone? Or did his talks with Trump come up with some kind of plan that they've got going? We'll have to see. But it says here, would Trump actually want to be the Speaker of the House? Recent Republicans to hold the role often seem to wear the crown wearily in a caucus that tended to fall into factionalism. What looked like a tough job during John Boyner's era became a terrible job during Paul Ryan's reign. In theory, moreover, the job would seem to be slated to go to House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy if the Republicans win in November. His reward for years of toiling in the background. McCarthy told Fox News earlier this year that Trump tells me he wants to be Speaker and I think he should be President. Hmm. And here in the Insider, it says that Representative Jamie Raskin said a GOP majority could install Trump as Speaker of the House. See, that's what they were trying to do, is get a majority in the House so they could make Trump Speaker. And it says Matt Gates has floated the idea before. U.S. Representative Jamie Raskin of Maryland said pro-MAGA House members have talked repeatedly about voting to instate former President Donald Trump as Speaker should Republicans take control of the chamber next year. So, a year later, here we are, and now they're actually nominating him. So anyway, guys, I don't know. I don't really know how possible or how probable this could actually be, but something to take a look at. This is a pretty good roller coaster ride. No matter what happens, it's kind of fun to watch, but at the same time, it's very sad that everything that we're watching on television is a complete staged fiasco. They're simply playing the world like a fine-tuned violin, and it doesn't seem like most people are aware or awake, and that's what I'm trying to do in this video and many of my videos is to make you aware that politics is not a reality. It is a show, a staged theatrical event. It has no basis in reality and we're being played. Anyway, I'm going to show you one last clip and then I'm going to go, guys. I hope you have a wonderful day. May the Lord bless you and we'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one. So we, we got to jump over to Capitol Hill right now. Kevin McCarthy speaking to reporters. We have worked for a long time. I've been leader for four years. I came into this position and we had less than 200 members. We are now sitting in the majority. We put forth to the American public a commitment to America. There's times we're going to have to argue with our own members if they're looking at for only positions for themselves, not for the country. For the last two months, we worked together as a whole conference to develop rules that empower all members. But we're not empowering certain members over others. Last night I was presented the only way to have 218 votes if I provided certain members with certain positions, certain gavels, to take over the church committee, to have certain budgets. And they even came to the position where one, Matt Gates said, I don't care if we go to plurality and we elect Hakeem Jeffries and it hurts the new frontline members not to get reelected. Well, that's not about America. And I will always fight to put the American people first, not a few individuals that want something for themselves. So we may have a battle on the floor, but the battle is for the conference and the country. And that's fine with me. What do you think the battle is for the conference and the country? Yeah. The problem is, is that you have a math problem. You just can't get there. So 
what do you do on the 10th vote, the 30th vote, the 15th vote? It just doesn't move. Look, I, I have the record for the longest speech ever on the floor. I don't have a problem getting a record for the most votes for speaker you too. Thank you all. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't see how a few people, maybe it's five, maybe it's twenty, sit because they want a gavel that they can't earn by the conference of themselves. That would be interesting to me. That's not what the constituents voted them for. What do you 